Today is Sunday, October 23rd, 2022, and this... Barb and I went to Vegas. Oh my God, it was insane. I've lost $300 and two fillings. Oh, I love Vegas. We got thrown out of Circus Circus. That's almost impossible. It's 500 by Midnight, the original Las Vegas podcast, show number 850. I hope that you're having an enjoyable stay here in Las Vegas and also hope that you have been fortunate. I do wish that for you. We're going to give Daddy the Rain Man suite. Do you dig that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Do you think we can do it by midnight? Money, we're going to be up 500 by midnight. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! Las Vegas is waiting. Hello, everybody. This is Tim. And this is Michelle. <clears throat> Excuse me. My voice just went. <laughs> uh. Welcome to this thing we're doing here, this <laughs> Vegas podcast of ours. What's going on? I don't know. All right. Good start. Good start. <laughs> We've got a bunch of Vegas stuff to talk about, which I always enjoy. Before I do that, I want to thank Mark from You Can Bet on That for sending me that opening clip. Yay. Appreciate that. Thank you, Mark. And I want to give a plug for a friend of ours, magnificent blog, Mikey. As we mentioned recently, a couple times, our most recent trip was uh, in conjunction with Mike E's birthday bash. And I've been anxiously awaiting, but trying to be patient because mm-hmm. these things take time. Perfection takes time. Uh, Mikey's review of his awesome Mirage Villa and related events from his birthday and he has posted that and if you have not yet read it i highly recommend it It is thoroughly entertaining it is available to you at vegassnob.com he's an awesome writer Mm -hmm. i always enjoy his stuff he doesn't post on vegas snob often but he makes it count yeah this is like four thousand words or some shit like that it's very thorough tons of great pictures um if you've never had a chance to see a mirage villa Check out these pictures. It's very impressive. And we had a wonderful time hanging out there a little bit and being part of the festivities. And I will I will savor those memories forever. Mm-hmm. I might reread that today. Yeah. I, it, it made me uh, very nostalgic for our trip last month mm-hmm. because it brought back a lot of memories. And then uh, I... I Saw on Twitter, I wasn't the only one that it inspired a couple other people who were there to book trips. And <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing to get me in the Vegasy mood. So mm. check that out at vegasnob.com. And thanks again to Mikey for including us in the festivities. It was most fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, okay. So before we jump into a bunch of news this week, I want to thank our supporters, our Patreon patrons, as we like to mention. Almost weekly, this podcast is listener-supported. We have a new patron this week, Alicia Wiley. Welcome, Alicia. Welcome. Thank you very much for joining us. And if you'd like to support the podcast through Patreon, visit 500, whoops, 
visit patreon.com slash 500. We throw some bonus content your way as our way of saying thank you. And I say that every week, and I don't really go into great detail very often about what exactly bonus content is. However, I spent a shit ton of time working on Patreon stuff this week, mm-hmm. so I'd like to talk about it for a moment. Okay. Um, about what exactly that means. Uh, so, okay, actually before that, I'm going to mention a couple things. Uh, I spent a ton of time... It's one of those things where I spent a ton of time on on something that nobody is going to notice unless I mention it. <laughs> one of those things. But for people who are patrons, I have made it easier to find stuff in the archives. I went through every post on Patreon and tagged and added tags, which I think which when I... should improve the SEO of the Patreon content. Uh, no, because it's all locked down to oh, only okay. those who can view it, but... Um, and that's fine. I don't, that SEO stuff, I don't have time for that nonsense, but, um, no, I want to make it easier for our patrons to find stuff, especially when we have new people coming in who might want to delve into all the bonus stuff that is available to them. So anyway, it's now easier to find things because of tags. I have to do a couple more adjustments, but yes, if you go to the Patreon page, it'll be easier to find stuff. So what are we talking about when we talk about bonus metadata. content? You Meta- adjusted the metadata. Sure. Let's say that. Okay. Uh, there are more than 100 videos available to our patrons, including some like casino walkthroughs and room walkthroughs and tours of the Strip, so some stuff shot in Vegas, as well as our Pandemic Killing Time series, which was a great time, where... We did a bunch of videos. Were we doing a couple a week? I think so. For like a year, right? And it uh, was... It, I don't know if it was a year, but it was like at least six months. It was a long time. Yeah. And uh, so we put out a bunch of videos that were just us kind of helping people waste some time during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. during the lockdown part. Yep. that was... Yeah, during the lockdown when everybody was stuck at home. definitely looking for entertainment and we tried to provide that. Yeah. So a bunch of videos from that. That was a lot of fun. We do live stream chats and a bunch of those are archived on there. We'll be doing one pretty soon, I think in the next few weeks maybe. Sure. We'll figure out a time that that works for that so keep an eye out for that uh we've done a couple mini podcast series and the archives for those are available there's one called this or that there was another one called five minutes on all of those podcast archives are on there uh, most fridays i didn't do one this week because i was busy with all this other stuff but i do a flashback friday where i pull a a, I don't know if highlight is the right word, but something <laughs> from the archives, a, a, a short clip from the archives, and uh, and put that up for people to listen to and possibly enjoy. We do a casino captions thing most weeks uh, where I mock the social media feeds of the many casinos in Las Vegas. We have a new benefit starting this week. The first 10 years of this very podcast, the archives of that are available exclusively on Patreon beginning this week. So I'm still in the process of getting that stuff all moved. Um, It is no longer on our website. There's a bunch of dead links now, so I have to get those removed. But um, they will be added to Patreon shortly. And people who are patrons at the $10 and higher level will be getting emails as I'm, I'm going to add them by year. So they'll be getting way more emails from me than they'd like over the next couple of weeks as I get those added. Uh, so I apologize for the emails, but that was the best way to do it without um, causing too much disruption to 
other things. So anyway, that's happening. Uh, and then I'm very excited, long overdue, this year's pins. We do mm -hmm. enamel collectors, collectible pins. And this year I decided to do all three of them at once, partly because I procrastinated and partly because postage costs are so high, it makes more sense to send them all at once. And they are in production. I'm supposed to have them back next week, and then they will immediately hit the mail to our patrons who get those. I got a preview. They look good. I'm very excited about these. I'm going to hold off until I get them before mm -hmm. announcing what they are, and I'll put pictures up on all the pertinent spots. Uh, so I look forward to getting those out to people. And then we have some people get Christmas cards from us. So anyway, we've got all this bonus stuff that we put out, and that's what we're talking about when I mentioned bonus content. So I just wanted to ex expand on that more. Are so. you going to add this to your LinkedIn profile, all these activities? No. Okay. Why, no. I don't, uh, I don't remember the last time I actually updated my LinkedIn. I wish I didn't remember. I've been spending a lot of time on there against my will. I know. It's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. So anyway, skip LinkedIn. Instead, go to patreon.com slash 500 and you can get some cool stuff from us. Uh, and thanks to all of our supporters. We really do appreciate it. You're helping to keep the podcast going and keep the lights on and all that good stuff. And uh, it means a lot to us. So there you go. And I can't wait to get those pins out and blah, blah, blah. Keep an eye out for new stuff. All right. We've got a bunch of different Vegas updates this week to talk about. First of all, a little unfortunate. We don't talk about weather very often because it's such a bland thing to talk about. But if it affects something significant. Mm -hmm. It might be worth mentioning. Yesterday, there were high winds in Las Vegas, like 60 mile an hour gusts, mm -hmm. which is more than a gust. That'll do some fucking damage. And several events were canceled, outdoor events. There was, I know there was a beer fest happening downtown that got canceled. And then the most significant one is the first day of the When We Were Young Festival, which is that emo music festival that... We're curious to hear how it goes. Unfortunately, we won't be able to hear how it went from yesterday because yesterday's got canceled. Mm -hmm. Today's is happening. The wind has died down and it is scheduled to happen. So it will either be great or be a clusterfuck on its own, regardless of the wind. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, there was no damage. I haven't heard anything about damage to the site. So Ooh, yeah. ho hopefully everything is okay and they'll be able to get that going as scheduled. But um, it sucks for people who travel just for that. Mm -hmm. That's a drag. Yeah. It, it happens. Yeah. That's one of the things about if you're planning on going to Vegas for a specific event, it's probably good to have some backup plans because you never know. You know, somebody might get sick. Somebody might cancel their residency or postpone it, like Adele, for example. Mm -hmm. um, or Aerosmith. Aerosmith went into treatment. Steven Tyler went into treatment and had to cancel a bunch of shows. Mm -hmm. it, that wasn't quite as last minute, I don't think, as, no. as Adele. No, was Adele like the, was like the night before, wasn't it? Yeah, and when we were young, it was like a couple hours before the show was supposed to start. Yeah. So it's a drag. It was yeah, cool. Aerosmith gave plenty of notice. Yeah. It was cool, however that several of the bands that were playing mm -hmm. scrambled to find other places to play. Yeah. And I was watching on um, somebody on, there, there was a subreddit set up for this festival specifically, and I was just curious about it, and they somebody set up a tracking spreadsheet um, oh. for all for all the bands, and it had Someone like, after my own heart. Yeah, it had like their Twitter feed, and the people were monitoring it and adding if they were planning on playing or if hadn't said anything or... Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, several several bands did free shows at different venues, many of them very small venues because that's what was available. Right. 
and then but uh, then you could say, hey, I saw this band in this venue. If you could get in, yeah, and then which is um, always a fun thing. A couple bands ended up playing at the Pearl at Palms, and that they sold tickets. I got a press release about it, and when I went to Ticketmaster, there were like four tickets left, <laughs> sold out immediately. So it is cool that for the fans who were in town, they may have had opportunities to at least enjoy some of the bands they wanted mm-hmm. to see. Didn't you say some of them did meet and greets as well? Yeah, there were a couple meet and greets yeah. at like the Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip, and I think somebody did one at O'Shea's, and so yeah, I I. Uh, I'm very appreciative it, of bands. It's the punk way, making do with yeah, <laughs> what you yeah, got. Yeah, at least try to try to do something for your fans. So that was cool. Hopefully today's festival will go off without a hitch. Unfortunately, today's, and then they're doing it again next weekend, um, sold out. So yeah. it's not like people who had tickets for yesterday's will be get, able to get in today. Mm-hmm. So they'll be getting their money back, but bummer as far as their travel costs and hotel yeah. room and all that stuff. Was it stuff. a package or did you have to buy each day? Well, they're doing the same show each day, the oh, same bands. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, they were separate tickets. Uh, yep. So anyway, bummer for people. I who... think you mentioned that last week, but. And I know we had some listeners. I don't know which show they were going to, but I know we have some listeners who are there for this. So sorry if your trip got fucked up by this, but hope you had a good time otherwise. All right, enough about that. Let's get on to some other bullshit in the same area of the strip as the festival grounds. Ah. Uh... All Net Arena held their uh, quarterly nonsensical press conference this week. They do this from time to time to uh, ensure people that the project is moving ahead, even though this is All Net Arena is being planned for the space next to Sahara. We've been talking about it for a decade. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I watched this press conference they had this week, and they announced a new funding partner that will allow them to proceed with putting up the arena and resort. No, it will not have gambling. We've mentioned before. It's a retractable roof arena, basketball arena. Don't know who's asking for that. And any uh, basketball arena? No, (laughs) stupid. It doesn't matter. It's not going to be built. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and then a lot of retail and conference space and everything except for a casino you would expect from a resort on the Las Vegas strip. So this time they announced that the funding partner, um, this is how the, the representative from the funding, um, it's a it's a trust fund. How they describe themselves, and it was quoted in the Review Journal as mm-hmm. a Wyoming-based family office investment fund out of California. So geographically challenged, yeah. The visa tour sponsored by Smuckers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, Wyoming, California is that a place? I don't know. Anyway, this funding, I. I as I did last time in uh, over the winter when they previously announced they had lined up funding, I did a ton of searching then and quickly realized that the person and company that were supposedly funding it then were highly questionable. Mm-hmm. This one is slightly less questionable, but not that much. <laughs> they at least some of the people actually have a presence online other than lawsuits. And <laughs> um, but it, there's nothing that I found that led me to believe that they're associated with any project of this scale a 4.9 billion dollar resort again i think they're just kicking the can down the road to keep the county happy um to make them think that something's happening and uh, the the whole thing sounds ridiculous supposedly they're funding this 4.9 billion dollar project and it will have very little debt when they open 
Hmm. They said that instead of a debt component, it will have an equity component. So are they like supposedly selling ownership to the investors? I don't exactly know. I don't understand any of this. But I, like I said, I'm still highly skeptical that this is ever going to happen. They'll probably push some dirt around and maybe they'll put up some construction ship. But I will be shocked if this thing ever actually gets built. The The thing that was more annoying than even just this dog and pony show mm-hmm. itself was it was a press conference so they had reporters there i don't know uh-huh. who they were i don't know which reporters were there but they had a as you do at a press conference they had a question and answer session at mm-hmm. the end these fucking lazy sacks of shit in the audience <laughs> they they asked like three questions one is well when do you anticipate this being done and the and so the timeline now is to have it done by the end of 2025 Knowing that there's been a series of funding announcements in the past, you would think somebody would say, can you give us some reassurance that this is legit? Like, what is your history of funding projects like this? That would be the simple question to the guy who was there representing the funding Mm -hmm. entity. What um, is your track record? Yeah, what's your track record? What What are some other projects of this scope that you've been responsible for yeah not a fucking single question like that nothing just maddening like fucking do your jobs you lazy now i will say at the very least the one thing that i did see that i appreciated was in the review journal Mm -hmm. article their real estate um writer and i don't know if he was at the press conference or not but he had a a lengthy section that went through the history of previous announcements Mm -hmm. and it was one of those things like after reading this i think he was without saying this is bullshit he was saying this is bullshit. He was saying, take this with a grain of salt because mm-hmm. they've done this so many times before. So at least that there was that, but mm-hmm. come on. J-School's coming out today. J-School. <laughs> anyway, we'll keep an eye for that to open around the end of 2025. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm sure we'll continue to discuss this just because it's so fun when these pro- ridiculous projects are announced and and again if it happens i'll be happy to i'll be happy to I'd, it'd be great it'd be great if something got built mm-hmm. down there and if this was legit and had a chance of happening there oh they also mentioned that they uh they don't necessarily need to have an nba team but they are certainly going after one mm-hmm. and uh would like to have that but if there's going to be an nba team it's going to be at that other arena that was announced for the like beyond Mandalay Bay yeah. down on that end. Because um, that company has a track record with this kind of stuff. <laughs> That's a big reason for the skepticism. Not only the many announcements that never mm-hmm. came to fruition, but you kind of have to look at a track record. Like, had these people ever done anything like this before? And these folks have not. Mm-hmm. I wish them the best of luck. Not but... to say that it can't happen, but... No, but you, if you're going to start with like your first thing, usually you start small and work mm-hmm. your way up. You know, Steve Wynn started with Golden Nugget and, yep. uh, you know, yeah. Derek Stevens started with partial ownership in Golden Gate. You don't start with Circa. You start mm-hmm. with something small and work your way up. So anyway, this guy's starting with a big $5 billion project and uh, at yeah. some point they got to, the county has to say, this is nonsense. You're out of here. But mm-hmm. all right, we're kicking that down. So that'll happen sometime in 2023 or there'll be another funding partner announced or whatever but so that's the all net arena status let's move on to happier things that are actually happening we've got a few restaurant updates hey remember last week 
we mentioned that there were two new uh, Israeli Middle Eastern restaurants coming to Venetian. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, Wynn is now getting on board, and they announced a new restaurant in a similar vein called Elan. Sh- oh no, the the <laughs> the the, the uh, chef is Elan Shaya. They don't have a name for the restaurant yet. Okay. And the restaurant tour presumably his wife or sister Emily Shaya. Same last name. I don't know. Anyway, um, similar concept: Mediterranean cuisine with a Middle Eastern influence coming to Wynn in winter 2023. So I saw that. I'm like, oh, that's kind of unusual. We have mm-hmm. kind of sort of a little trend with in in a, about a week and a half. We have mm-hmm. three different restaurants in the same general area of the strip with a similar concept. Uh huh. So that happened. Okay. So remember last week when we mentioned two <laughs> new Israeli restaurants opening at Venetian and Palazzo? Uh huh. Well, guess what? Aria has a new restaurant that was announced. <laughs> guess what the concept is? Hmm. I'm I'm trying to rack my brain this is part of their proper eats food hall that was announced recently they've been announcing the different restaurants that are going to be part of that and this the latest, one has the best name the less this is a pretty good name shalom y'all <laughs> from portland is going to be coming to proper eats food hall similar middle eastern concept with things like kebabs hummus falafel other Middle Eastern delights. Obviously more of a fast food mm-hmm. slant than these other ones. But um, so there you go. They also announced a new pizza place called Pizza Pizza Aoki. Mm-hmm. It's DJ Steve Aoki uh, branching out into the pizza biz apparently. I don't know mm-hmm. if he has any other pizza restaurants. But I think doesn't he have a place at Resorts World in the uh, food hall? I think he might I, have some ownership in one of those. Yeah. It's not pizza though I don't think. And then there's a burger joint called Lola's Burgers also opening. So those were announced, and then I was looking at the Proper Eats website, which is pretty scant at this point, but there was a reference to a speakeasy because by law you open anything new in Las Vegas. It has to have a speakeasy component. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we discussed a few of the other restaurants a couple weeks ago. So that is coming together. Looks like they will have good variety, and I definitely look forward to checking out Proper Eats when it does open. That's going to be in the former buffet space at Aria. Okay. So there you go. There will be a few more to come. I think they're going to have about a dozen, and they've probably announced like eight or something by now. I like food. I do too. Well, speaking of food, uh, we recently discussed just a few weeks ago a new restaurant that looked like it was going to be coming to Aria called Cathedral. I think that's how it's pronounced. Don't fucking know. It's out of New York. That was officially announced now, so that is not just um, based on permit filings. It is based on an actual announcement, and they don't have a a definite opening date, but it is opening sometime next year. So keep an eye out for that. You can look at the New York restaurants website if you're curious about what that entails. We also have an opening date for a new Gordon Ramsay restaurant. This one we discussed a while ago is opening in the former Harris Oyster Bar space. This is called Ramsay's Kitchen. It is the 63rd Gordon Ramsay <laughs> restaurant to open in the last 10 years on the Las Vegas Strip. You've got your uh, Gordon Ramsay burger in mm-hmm. Planet Hollywood. We're going to see mm-hmm. if I can remember them. I don't have them in my notes. Okay. We've got Gordon, uh, we've got, is it, what is the steak place called Gordon Ramsay Steak? Yes. Gordon Ramsay Steak at Paris. Mm-hmm. You've got the uh, the pub yep. at, at Caesars. Caesars. you got your fish and chips at the link. Mm-hmm. You've got... Uh, Gordo's Gordo's Fun Time Fish and Chips Emporium <laughs> and 
ice cream parlor. You've got Hell's Kitchen outside Caesars. Oh yeah, Hell's Kitchen. That's also at Caesars. You have um, Tacos El Gordo. Tacos El Gordo is another (laughs) great Gordon Ramsay. Not associated with Gordon Ramsay. Taco concept. But delicious. You've got uh, Gord's Gord's, which is a seasonal (laughs) restaurant that just serves pumpkin and other gourd-related dishes during Mm -hmm. the fall season. A lot of pumpkin spice. That one is at uh, Sahara, let's say. You've got um, Ramsey's, Ramsey's, which, (laughs) okay, let's bail on this bit. Uh, So anyway, if you're a fan of Gordon Ramsey restaurants, new one coming to Harris on November 25th. That is a pertinent piece of information. The opening date, November 25th. So keep an eye out for that. I'd love to have reviews if anybody checks that out. In the same general area. Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club is finally reopening. That closed in March 2020, as did everything on the Las Vegas Strip, and it has not reopened. It is reopening finally on November 3rd. That is located in the link, so if you are looking for another comedy option, in addition to those at other comedy clubs, check out their website and see who's playing there. I think they're going to occasionally do some live cut-ins from his show, um, which they did previously. It's supposed to be a pretty good space. I know for a while they were using it for some other stuff too. Like in the afternoons, they would have bands playing and stuff. Mm. So I don't know if they'll do that again, but um, it'd be kind of cool if they did. On the other end of the spectrum, not reopening, but rather temporarily at least closing. On is, winter hiatus? Well, that's kind of how it's looking. And I'm a little skeptical when somebody decides to close for several months. And I don't know. I have a bad feeling about this, but mm. who knows? Maybe it will truly just be a temporary thing. Downtown Las Vegas and Fremont East, the relatively new venue called Cheap Shot, which is a showroom, kind of a mini showroom, they have a variety show called Mavericks, Mm -hmm. and it's been getting great reviews. In fact, there was a discussion maybe two weeks ago on our Facebook group about it, and people really enjoy it. It's very interactive. It's not for me, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, It's kind of a new version of that misbehave show that used to be at... um, Bally's. Okay. Kind of along those same lines. But um, they have announced Mavericks and thus its venue, Cheap Shot, are temporarily closing. The last show is on November 26th and they plan to reopen in the spring. They're attributing it to the slow season, Hmm. which I'm not familiar with other places closing. You know, I know December is December is typically slower after the rodeo and before Christmas. But to close for multiple months, yeah. I don't know. I hope that they do come back. Mm-hmm. I hope that this is actually happening, but I don't know. So if you would plan to see that, you're going to have to do it very soon, or wait and cross your fingers that it will come back in the spring. Somebody that we know is coming back because he never goes away is the wonderful Barry Manilow. And that's yeah. okay. He is welcome. He is. He has extended his residency at Westgate. He's going to be doing 19 weekends in 2023 between February and December. You can get all the ticket details on Ticketmaster. He's been there for a long time. Still puts on a good show. I think I saw some. I didn't go read it in depth, but I think he's breaking um, an Elvis record for the number of shows. I don't know if it's just at that venue or Mm -hmm. I don't exactly know. But anyway, it's good to have Barry around. We had some friends who saw him in September and said it was a very entertaining show. So I'm glad he continues to perform at a high level. We enjoyed him. We saw him, but that was like 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. So, and finally we have a return limited engagement 
from the band Chicago. They do this pretty much every year. They're going to be returning to Venetian and doing eight shows in February and March. This is, I guess, the sixth time they've done a run of shows like this at Venetian. So if you're a fan of Chicago and have not seen them before, I'm sure they have upwards of one original member. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wonder. I'm curious. That's one of those bands where I love that thing on Wikipedia. I've mentioned it before. Yeah, the timeline. Yeah, where they've got the chart at the bottom with all of the band members mm-hmm. throughout history and the little color-coded thing that shows what instrument they play. And I'm always delighted when there's a band that's been around for a long time and they have like 47 past members. Mm -hmm. I I have a feeling Chicago is somewhat like that since it's a relatively large group anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that some of those horn players have come and gone and been replaced multiple times over. I'm going to look at that after the show. It'll make me very happy. I looked at one of those. Oh, uh, I was looking at one, a band Wikipedia today, and I was disappointed not to see the chart. Oh, were you expecting? Which band? I can't remember who it was. I looked at a couple. So what ends up happening is I end up looking at one, and then I click on somebody in the Mm -hmm. band and look at their other work. Yep. Um, I looked at Sly and the Family Stone, and theirs had one, but they were only active for like six or seven years. Okay. So that wasn't, I mean, in the, they kind of came and went after that, but the chart only went through 1975. Anyway, we don't need to talk about that here. (laughs) Chicago, big band, lots of people, can't wait to look at their Wikipedia. That's the worst thing. <laughs> All right. So that's what's going on this week. I know we do have a couple of phone calls waiting for us. We're going to hold off on those until next week. And um, before we get out of here, we do have some karma donations that came in through PayPal this week. So I want to thank the following people for their generous support, including Kurt has a downtown trip that is coming up in just a couple days. And he is looking forward to his first Royal. I hope that happens for you. I do hope that. It always brings me joy when our when our listeners win and hit some nice jackpots. Richard taking a 73-year-old mom to see her dream concert, Adam Lambert, on October 26th. Oh, that's one of those Halloween. Please let us know how yes. the show is. Yes. I am fascinated by a Halloween-themed co- concert of this also, nature. Also, anyone who goes to Duran Duran. Who's doing a similar thing. Yes. So, yeah, please. I want details. And if you're not comfortable calling in a review to our voicemail line, um, you know, post it on Facebook or even just email me. Just I'm mm-hmm. curious how the show... I just like your opinion on the show, Richard. Yeah. Um, yeah so this is, um, let's see, this is a three-generation year of Vegas after taking his daughter in May for her 21st birthday. Cool. Well, I hope you have a that wonderful time. That is awesome. We saw Adam Lambert a long time ago, and the show had pacing issues, which we mentioned. The show had starting on time issues. That too. And it were just long gaps and stuff, but I think he's tightened up his show since yeah. then. I think working with Queen has helped yeah. him out a lot. <laughs> I hope so. All right, Matthew. He's got a great voice. He's got a great I know he's a really good performer. stage presence. Yep. Yeah. Um, Matthew will be in the Promised Land October 26th through 30th for a couple nights at Wynn and a couple of Planet Hollywood. Love the show. Still hoping for hoping for my first hand pay. I hope that happens. I hope that happens. Good luck. You can do it. <laughs> Tom heading out to Vegas tomorrow for a solo trip, staying at the D for a few days, a fun and relaxation. Said thank you for the great Las Vegas information you provide. Well, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Michael heading to Vegas for four nights. Going to when we were hope that oh it was on Saturday. Okay, here's one of our listeners who was there for when we were young. Uh, I hope you found something else fun to do. I mean, there's obviously plenty to do, but right. He did say he was hoping for some gambling luck along the way. So maybe Maybe the gambling luck will offset the concert luck. I hope so. 
I hope so. I hope you ended up having a great time anyway. Yes. Jay with a karma donation. I know he was headed out for when we were young as well. I'm not sure which day. Mm-hmm. Hope that for your sake, hope that it's today and not yesterday or that you found something amazing to do mm-hmm. yesterday instead. Anthony from London, hoping for some luck on a five-day trip for a friend's 40th. First time back to Vegas since 2019 because of the world ending. <laughs> yes, extreme yes. fuckery. Um, staying comped at Luxor, long-time listener, first-time donator. Thanks for the show. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great trip. And uh, we got one more from Jonathan. There was no note on that one, but we wish but you the best you. of luck and thank you for your support. And there you go. Thank you to all of our listeners mm-hmm. for supporting the podcast. We do appreciate it. Can I say one thing before we go? I would love for you to say one thing before we go. I know where you're going. Go ahead. What? We got inadvertent table side. Uh... <laughs> I knew this was going to go off. <laughs> I'm trying to rush the show so we don't. <laughs> we went out for dinner last night at a lovely local steakhouse. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. Very good. We'll give them a plug because whenever, whenever we mention a restaurant um, on here, I ended up getting... Which, which restaurant were you talking about? It's uh, in Roseville, Minnesota called Baldemar. It's a, a, a steakhouse we love. We've been there many times. They have good meat. Yeah. And, and good service and good, good sides. Service. Although oh. I will say we always get we always get seated in the awkward server section. Mm-hmm. There's one section of the restaurant and we've been there a couple times and very good service. Very friendly. Very nice. But a little... It makes you uncomfortable and little, I kind of enjoy a little, that. A little off-putting. With, anyway, we won't go into that. So yes. And okay, there was this... Yes, this is a tale worth telling because it, it encapsulates so many things I've complained about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go ahead. You you can. Well, first of all, there were sprinklings of Steely Dan on the. Oh, uh... that's right. <laughs> As there were last time we went there. Their soundtrack is horrible. It's mm-hmm. like in the it's like the high limit room at resorts world. <laughs> yeah, it's not all yacht rock, but it's it, a lot. There's, yeah, there's some Rafferty, couple yep. couple multiple Steely Dan songs. Yes, no Baker Street. Not but, my jam, yeah. though. But still a lovely dinner. Mm-hmm. So we ended up ordering dessert, which, you know, extends the meal a little bit. That's fine. They have good dessert. They have delicious dessert. So I ordered, what was it, the s'mores pie? Some sort of s'mores pie, which, again, I'm an outspoken um, non-fan of s'mores. Mm -hmm. I will say, however, this is way better than actual s'mores. Mm -hmm. It had some of the components of s'mores, but it was mainly ice cream. I was... Wondering if there was going to be fire involved, though. Oh, you were hoping for some toasted action? Well, no, they um, they didn't have marshmallows. They had marshmallow cream on top. Yeah, and that's okay. So this was way better than s'mores. But they bring out this huge chunk of ice cream. It was like, yeah, it was, would you say it was like almost a foot tall? It was. It was large. Yeah, yeah, it was probably, I'd say, it was an eight-incher. Okay, (laughs) okay. And, um, yeah. So so you get this brick. Yep. And it's got a bunch of it's ice, marshmallow cream on top. It's like, I, I, what was it like? Ice cream, cake, and and um, marshmallow cream. Yeah, and then she sprinkled some. Okay, here's graham the, ta- cracker the, the table bits. side component. There's two little, two little mini pitchers mm-hmm. next to it. I'm like, oh, we're gonna have a little presentation here. Uh huh. And then hot fudge. A little hot fudge. A little uh, thing of graham crackers. Sprinkled that. I'm like, okay, unnecessary, but okay. But okay. Then she starts cutting into the thing. And she's like hacking away just at it with a steak knife. Just <laughs> not, not, not like carving off a nice piece. Just fucking hack the thing up. Yeah. She got done. The thing looked like it had been like like Max had gone after it. Just like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. A, a pack of wild dogs had attacked mm-hmm. our dessert. It was delicious. Yeah. But 
the hacking made it easier to take home because there was no way we were finishing. Yeah, because they just crammed it into a little plastic container. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we had we had tables, unnecessary table side. Yes. The cutting, I suppose. The cutting, probably. That yeah. was kind of necessary, but the, the whole, like, pouring the... It wasn't... Yeah, pouring the stuff on, unnecessary. Yeah. S'mores, mm-hmm. which I'm not a fan of, although this was delicious because it was not s'mores. Just it was s'mores adjacent. S'mores adjacent. Um... Horrible soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. D- despite all these things, I was very entertained and Good. had a wonderful time. I was entertained too. I know you were. <laughs> Mostly at your expense. Thanks for bringing it up. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, enough bitching about table side presentations. As always, our website is 500bymidnight.com. I apologize for the dead links until I get all those fixed the next week or so. Uh Dear Tim and Michelle questions, if you have any of those, can be sent to 500gmail.com. And again, the voicemail line, we would love to hear from you with your reviews, your reports, your thoughts. 702-866-9494. We appreciate your calls, and we will be pulling those probably for the next show. Until then, we hope you have a wonderful week, and thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.